time for those who obstruct or delay or block the common sense gun laws. We need to let you know that we will not forget. We can do so much more. We have to do more. Our prayer tonight is those parents lying in bed and trying to figure out, will I be able to sleep again? What do I say to my other children? What happens tomorrow? May God bless the loss of innocent life on this sad day. And may the Lord be near the brokenhearted and save those crushed in spirit, because they're going to need a lot of help and a lot of our prayers. God love you. Uh, Joe Biden not taking questions there in the White House. That was the US President Joe Biden speaking live to America and indeed to the world. On the day were 21 people, 18 children, three adults, are murdered. They lose their lives in that school shooting in Texas, that elementary school shooting. LBC's Washington correspondent Simon Marks joins me once again. And you heard the passion and the fury and the anger there. Simon, I'm sick and tired of it. We have to act. Why do we keep letting this happen? Coming from anyone but the president, you would be sort of nodding along and, and, and absolutely agreeing with every word. But he is the president. He, if, if he can't get this done, who can? Darren, I've been here 29 years. I've heard that speech made by numerous presidents on numerous occasions. I heard Barack Obama make mm. an even more impassioned speech after the Sandy Hook massacre of 2012. And if you analyse what Joe Biden was saying there, I, I mean, first of all, let's just reflect on the extraordinary sense of national humiliation. He has just spent the last five days in Asia insisting that liberal democracies, if they band together, can prove to autocracies like Russia and China that they can deliver the fruits of freedom to their peoples. Well, go tell that to the community of Uvalde in Texas tonight. So the kind of crushing humiliation of returning from what they had hoped was going to be this triumphant trip to Asia and immediately being confronted with an intractable domestic problem that he, Joe Biden, has done nothing personally to address since he became president of the United States. And then you break that speech down and you ask what you didn't hear. You didn't hear a single plan in that speech to try and move the needle on Capitol Hill, try and introduce new legislation. What's his plan? His plan is for ordinary American citizens across the country to express their own fury about this by not voting for Republicans in this November's congressional election or in the presidential elections in 2024. That's not a plan that is going to fix this because the Republicans are going to bed tonight safe in the knowledge that their supporters who are uh, passionate believers in the Second Amendment and its uh, guarantees that Americans have the right to bear arms, uh, liberally interpreted, though many of those gun rights supporters uh, choose to apply to that wording uh, so that it covers even an AR-15 assault rifle. Those Republicans know that their support is absolutely guaranteed to continue uh, batting down efforts to implement gun control. I mean, if we look at the issue of abortion, what did the Democrats do when we all 
learnt that the Supreme Court was poised to strike down Roe versus Wade. They forced a vote in the Senate that was futile because they knew they weren't going to win it. But the point of forcing the vote in the Senate was to get Republicans on the record to make them vote. So there would be a voting record there to show that they uh, were opposed to abortion rights. He's not even proposing that kind of action on an assault weapons ban in Congress. Why not have a vote on the assault weapons ban and uncover Mm -hmm. the people in Mm -hmm. Congress who oppose restoring it to the statute? statute books. Even that he didn't propose tonight. So, uh, you know, much as it was passionate and emotional, it doesn't add up to a row of beans. I I just want to go back to the Second Amendment from the US Constitution, which is what all of this is about. And it it perplexes me, firstly, that any modern American would cling to this and say, because it's in the Constitution, we have to accept it. There are all sorts of crazy laws in the UK that have been on the statute books for centuries and have become archaic and have fallen out of use. But this one, despite its total lack of relevance to the modern world, seems to persist. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. First four words of that, though, Simon, a well-regulated militia. Mm. Surely no one can possibly contend that these desperate, pathetic, murderous incels who go around committing these murders could ever be defined as being part of a well-regulated militia. Well, I mean, you know, normal, sentient people would reach the conclusion that you're absolutely right uh, and that it is insanity, as the president was saying there tonight, that you can walk into a shop in Texas or in various other parts of the country and over-the-counter buy an AR-15 assault rifle, which is a weapon of war. It is a military-grade weapon for which there is no use when you go out, you know, hunting hunting for, for grouse or, uh, or pigeons. I mean, it is not in any sense rational that this continues. However, the flip side of the coin is that last year in the United States, 20 million firearms were sold. This is massive business. The National Rifle Association, for all its difficulties, and it's mired in a uh, corruption scandal and a, a fraud scandal, but for all the difficulties the National Rifle Association faces, it is one of the best-resourced political lobbying machines in America. Uh, as we were saying before the break, mm. you know, they're hosting their convention in Houston on Friday, yeah. and unless they all change their minds, Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Senator John Cornyn of Texas, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, they're all going to make a pilgrimage to Houston to make speeches at the National Rifle Association uh, Conference. This is big money. It's uh, the polluted... Uh, finance machine that uh, has absolutely delivered hundreds of thousands of dollars in every election cycle Mm. to candidates like Senator Ted Cruz. They're bought and paid for by the gun lobby. I I, I get that. But but maybe a personal observation from you, Simon, as someone who's lived in the USA for such a, a very long time, how does that translate into... How, how voters, how average Americans feel about the importance of the Second Amendment. Why, why do they generally, in large numbers, not think, well, this is obviously archaic, this is obviously something that refers to a completely different time, we don't need it, let's get rid of it. Well, uh, look, I think the President's right about one thing. I mean, polling certainly shows that the majority of Americans support some degree of gun control. I mean, there is, of course, a debate about what is sensible and meaningful gun control, but some degree of gun control is supported by the majority of voters. 
voters. The problem is that gun control, I mean, we're all passionate about this tonight, but by the time the November congressional midterm elections roll around, very few voters are going to remember this atrocity in Uvalde or last week's atrocity in Buffalo, especially in an era in which, just down the road from me, uh, I've got two things just down the road from me. One, I've got a petrol station that is serving, uh, selling uh, petrol now for six US dollars a gallon. And about three blocks south of that, there's a high school, the Edmund Burke High School, where last month there was uh, a shooting. Uh, and it was only through the, the, the lousy aim of the gunman that nobody died. A guy holed himself up in a penthouse apartment overlooking the school with six long guns and a tripod for balancing them and opened fire on the school. Nobody remembers that, even in Washington, D.C., and that was only a month ago. And, and, and it is that it's the $6 a gallon gas yeah. that is going to be impacting voters, not the issue of gun violence when we get to the polls in November. There is just a story I want well, to bring to your attention. You might be aware of this, but as you talk about the cost of fuel, and, and this is maybe a, a, a slightly more hopeful note, I think, on which to end our conversation on a desperately sad night, a desperately sad morning. And no questions asked gun amnesty in California, which was offering free fuel vouchers in exchange for firearms ran out of vouchers in just 45 minutes. It was so successful. So these were $50 gas cards that were being handed out in exchange for people bringing along their weapons. Um, Sacramento is where this happened, and they said uh, that it was a, a, you know, a big success and a chance to get rid of unwanted firearms with no questions asked and no identification required. So is, is that one way to get these guns out of people's hands for the yeah, state no to question. essentially buy them back? Yeah, no question. I mean, I saw that. And of course, you know, there have been uh, enormous, uh, enormously successful uh, similar amnesties in Australia, I believe, and certainly in New Zealand, uh, where, by the way, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, I think, may be at the White House for a meeting with uh, President Biden tomorrow. She certainly got a story to tell about how uh, New Zealand dealt with uh, incidents of mass gun violence and uh, got guns off the streets. I saw one suggestion on Twitter tonight by someone saying that every one of these incidents of gun violence should be named after a Republican politician who opposes gun control in the same way that you kind of name hurricanes every hurricane season. I mean, there are all sorts of creative solutions that you can bring, if not to uh, fix the problem completely, at least to move uh, the conversation further down the road. But we didn't hear any of those from the President of the United States tonight. The only call for action in that speech was for people to make it absolutely clear at the ballot box that they oppose candidates who oppose gun control. Simon, we will talk again. For now, thank you very much indeed. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent on a, another tragic night and, and morning here in the UK, a tragic day in the USA, 21 people losing their lives, killed in that school shooting, an elementary school shooting in Texas, 18 children and three adults.